This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Morena no mai kiti korero and welcome to the catch-up on Manawatu People's Radio. Te reo irarangi o Natangata o Manawatu. It is Wednesday morning. Uh, we are in alert level three. Uh, obviously the team of five million doing their job and of course uh, as contributing to that, uh, Manawatu doing just uh, fine as well. And from Palmerston North City Council's perspective, uh, we seem to be doing all right. We have Jason McDowell uh, from Palmerston North City Council on the for on Zoom this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Fraser. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Obviously, you're uh, pretty pleased with the alert level announcement yesterday. Um, everything is pointing to the signs that the, the strategy is working, We're, that those new case numbers slowly coming down. Um, must be pretty pleased. Oh, absolutely. Really pleased and, um, and, and really hopeful that it continues to drop and that as a as a country, we've managed to uh, certainly bring that that the situation under control. Um, certainly, really promising, and um, yeah, fingers crossed that it uh, continues to drop, and um, all of the country can be back into uh, level one um, in a timely manner. Now, uh, one of the things that I think you and the, and the team at Tel Nui, uh, the, the emergency centre in Palmerston North, are doing uh, is somewhat reinforcing the government messages because I guess the danger, maybe not now, but in the near future, would be complacency. Uh, you know, when you start to hear alert levels decreasing, people start to think we're winning the battle, and, and then we try and cut corners. So, is, is that is that your focus at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. And look, as we reopen a lot of our council services, it's it's really really important that we all lead by example, show our young tamariki that um, scanning into our facilities or um, when you're out and about um, is really important with contact tracing. Um, if, if you're over the age of 12, um, wearing a face mask when you're out um, interacting and with customers uh, as, a, as a customer um, and in a basically continuing to um, look on that um, social distancing as well, um, staying two metres away from people you don't know, um, but then also if you are unwell, staying at home. Um, if you need to go get a COVID test, then by all means go get one a COVID test. Um, but also if those that um, haven't already had their COVID vaccine, um, absolutely encourage you to go out and do so. Um, obviously, last week the government opened it up to anybody over the age of 30 can now register. So, um, so that, that's really, really exciting um, that we're now down at that age group uh, to be able to get vaccination um, because obviously 
in this recent outbreak, there's been a lot of younger people. So that's um, really cool. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. I mean, uh, people remembering the first lockdown, there was the, the discussion that people of a younger age were, were making a sacrifice for the vulnerable and perhaps the elderly, the people that were more susceptible. But with this Delta variant, everyone is susceptible. I mean, yesterday we heard there are 33 people in hospital, eight in ICU, two on ventilators, and six of those are under one year old. So obviously this is hitting every, hitting everyone. It's it's not non-discriminate. Um, so you mentioned that with the, the council services, uh, what's operating. I mean, I think it's fair to say in alert level four, uh, people just made a, an assumption maybe that nothing but the bare essentials uh, of the city council's operations were running. But now we move to level three, things like visiting a recycling centre. What's the situation? Uh, for, as that for an example, what's the situation there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously um, a lot of our team have been staying at home um, following our, our government's um, of advice and, and, um, and certainly the requirements of the lockdown. And we have had a lot of our essential workers out working. So um, for example, like our water teams have been out, our, our recycling teams have been out. Um, there's been a lot of people still working um, frantically at home to ensure that um, our city can continue to operate the way it does. Um, but um, yes, we're able to open up some more of our services, um, clearly making sure that we meet our PPE requirements and um, practising um, that social distancing as well. Um, so we are opening up um, some extra extra things. So previously under Level 4, um, our recycling was unfortunately uh, not able to be processed. Um, that does resume uh, again tomorrow, which is really exciting because we know PAMI is really proud about our recycling um, systems and, um, and that practice. So that's, that's really great. Um, we're also, which means that our drop-off, some of the drop-off centres are opening. So the Awapuni and the Ferguson Street um, drop-off centres for recycling will be um, opening from 11 o'clock tomorrow, um, but it will not be accepting e-waste e um, as the office will be closed. Um, we have had to make a decision around the Ashurst recycling um, drop-off point um, that it will not open under Level 3 uh, because we cannot guarantee a contactless service. Um, so uh, we we are really conscious of making sure that our team are, are safe um, and that and members of the public are safe as well. Now, just on that, um, Jason, um, just where, so we're just being clear that the Ashurst Recycling Station won't be open. That's a really important one for people to know. But if we're looking yep. at, the, for example, the Ferguson Street Station uh, in Palmerston North, we did read in the news that uh, residents of Palmerston North and Manawatu increased alcohol consumption by something like 700%. There's going to be a lot of glass bottles and, and tin, empty tins of beer uh, that people want to get rid of. Are, how are you going to manage that so you don't get swathes of people all at once? Because obviously physical distancing is still a thing. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got teams, um, we've got a team out there looking um, to ensure that um, we're able to set up those um, those spaces that, that meet the government guidelines. Um, so obviously cones out um, or, for example, um, lines um that two meter two meter distancing, um, there'll be limited area um, of parking uh, for people as well. So 
um, what we do, we really do want our, our community just to be patient. Um, be patient with our team, um, be patient with each other. Um, and if if you go past or you're, you're in queue and it's and it's really busy, then uh, maybe consider going back home and, and trying again um, at a later time. Um, we we know people are passionate about recycling, and I guess the the biggest piece of advice here is um, be patient, be kind to everybody. Um, we will be able to process the um, the recycling, um, and, and we certainly want to ensure that that can happen for you. Uh, we know that the the rubbish collections have still been going, and that's all all fine. What what other council services uh, that perhaps weren't running in level four are going to start up again in level three? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, great news for um, those people that have been uh, building homes or uh, are certainly looking at building a home. Um, our builder and inspe- building inspectors are, uh, are heading back out on the on the road to work with the building industry um, to see to ensure that we can keep that uh, operational uh, during level three. Um, so at the moment we've got teams of people that are communicating with their builders and resetting up um, inspections, particularly those that had them already booked for uh, the Wednesday that we went into lockdown um, immediately. So uh, we're going through working to um, working with our builders um, in, the, in the development community to, to do the best we can there. So um, those, those teams will start uh, doing more work out in the community. Um, if you do see them, please be kind. Um, obviously keep that physical distancing uh, from the teams there again. Um, we do want to ensure that we can be as speedy as we can, but also we need to make sure we're following the, um, the, the COVID-19 guidelines um, really clearly. Um, other things that you'll see out there is um, some of our construction crew are back out on the road. Um, so, for example, um, some of the uh, work um, down Main Street in particular, uh, we were, we are replacing a water pipe, um, or I think it's a storm pipe, to be honest. Um, that pipe is going to be uh, – work is going to resume on that um, this week. Um, so – we will have signs up. We will have um, the area sort of secure that people aren't coming into it. But please be kind. Um, obviously, our team are in a work bubble, so it's really important that they stay in that work bubble. Um, and unfortunately, um, we need them to uh, continue on with, on their duties. So they may not be able to um, interact with you um, like they may do Um under like a level one type of environment. So obviously just be mindful uh, of that as well. Um, You mentioned that the building inspectors will be out. Are we expecting private and residential construction to kick back in on a a wider scale in level three? Have you heard from the industry if they're going to be doing stuff? Can they do that safely? Um, There is certainly, um, they've all got the construction guidelines out there um, where they are able to operate under level three. Um, Some may still be choosing to not operate under level three. Um, We are certainly working with the industry to ensure we're able to meet the demand um, that's that's out there. Um, And look, it might take a couple of days for the development industry to be ready uh, for our teams, or it might be the other way around. But again, it's just be patient uh, let's 
work together to get the best result for our community. We are here with Jason McDowell uh, from, I think, Te Nui at the, the moment, uh, looking at what the change to Level 3 is meaning for Palmerston North, and it means that a few more services uh, are going to be available to us. But, uh, Jason, you're saying maybe not to the, the capacity that uh, people might be used to and that uh, patience is going to be a virtue. Are you worried about people's behaviour at these things? Are you worried about people potentially getting frustrated? Um, no, I think Palmy people are, um, are, are really kind and, um, and, and considerate. Um, I think what's more important, I, um, and I think it is just being aware that some people uh, are returning to their workplaces for the first time in two weeks um, and maybe feeling that there's quite a bit of work that they need to, to catch up on. So um, as an example, some of our neighbourhood parks where grass is growing during Level 4, so two weeks' worth of growth, um, that may take um, a little bit longer to be cut versus um, all being done tomorrow, as an example. Um, Our team are are really proud of the work they do and they want to ensure that they're doing a great job, but because we have so so many parks out there, um, it is going to take a little bit of time. So, um, yeah, I I think we're we're in a good stead um, to to provide... um, increased services to the community. Um, Our team have been working pretty hard behind the scenes to ensure we're prepared for that. Um, That's that's certainly for sure. Is there any scope for any residents to take matters into their own hands with regards to overgrown parks, you know, throwing a bit of petrol in the lawnmower and doing the council a a favour, or is that actually uh, more unhelpful than helpful? Um, Look, uh, to be honest, Fraser, I'm, I'm not overly... Sure, whether they, yeah, no, (laughs) keep your lawnmowers at home. I think would probably be (laughs) the the, the best course of action there. I I, I suspect it would probably be less than helpful, Uh, but I know there will be people out there thinking, well, I've got time on my hands, I could do that. Um, But there's probably systems and rosters and protocols that mean that that is not a thing. But um, can you confirm for us as we move into level three? We were told in level four that play parks were. You're not allowed to go on those. Stay, stay, stay away from those. You're staying in your bubbles and exercising around the block. Are we going to see some of the play parks opening up again? Um, no. So the playgrounds do remain closed throughout level three, um, as well as a few other um, things as well, Fraser. So um, our libraries are closed during level three. Our swimming pools are closed at level three. Um, our venues, including down at this um, Central Energy Trust Arena, um, is closed at level three as well. So um, what's really important to remember is if you're out for exercise, staying close to home, um, we want to ensure that um, as a community we're working um, and understanding and following the um, government guidelines about staying home, um, exercise close to home and um, and, and stick to those those guidelines that we had for level four. Is if you if you have to go out, go to um, do, but otherwise stay at home under are, level three as well. There are some sort of grey areas there, which is a tad unfortunate. I know, for example, the Manawatu River Walkway. Uh, there are play park and, and, and gym facilities dotted alongside there. Have they been sort of cordoned off? Um, my understanding is that the team did a, a really good job at. Um, cordoning off um, all of our playgrounds, um, exercise equipment over um, and, and during Level 4. Um, I would like to hope that um, they're still 
still certainly um, cordoned off. And sometimes, unfortunately, um, those precautions that we put in place are removed from um, of those um, those that choose to um, enter onto those spaces um, and not wanting to follow the, the government's advice and recommendations in that space. Hmm. Um, just uh, asking about the team there at Te Nui and in the emergency comms centre, um, obviously level three uh, this time round is not the same as level three last time round, There's uh, the, the first time round. There's uh, some subtle differences in some areas and things like the face masks uh, still being mandated uh, and contact tracing still being mandated. Uh, has that caught you guys on the hop or have you been, uh, has it been easy to incorporate these new, new things? into the way you're working? Um, no, it's been really easy to incorporate these things into um, the way we're operating. Um, we've, we're really lucky because 18 months ago when we are in these, um, coming out of the first lockdown that we ever had done, um, a lot of work was already put into place around our organisation recovery um, and the protocols meeting the COVID-19 guidelines. So a lot of it was just adapting um, and making minor changes to what we're doing. So um, putting so we're in face masks. So, for example, uh, for us here in um, Te Aonui, um it was about making sure when we're leaving work that we are absolutely meeting the government guidelines, walking out with their face masks on as well, just like everybody else was. Um, if we're going out to get a wee bit of fresh air and a little bit of exercise, wearing our face masks as well. Very good. Um, so we're hoping for one week in level three. The government is going to be reviewing this decision on Monday. Um, let's look forward. Obviously, if things don't go well, we'll stay in level three. But are you starting to prepare what level two might look like? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, that is certainly part of my role um, for council is uh, currently looking at what level two um is going to look like for us as an organisation. What um, I know, there's um, some some really excited staff members that are starting to plan around what um, what needs to be moved um, to meet the the requirements um, of. As an example, at the library, about what furniture may need to be moved to allow the community to be able to still do what they love doing at the library, um, but ensuring we meet the government guidelines, and that could be moving furniture or slightly. Um, moving some of our things um, to to get the best result for for our community. Um, so that could be, um, yeah, entry points. How we get go in and out of um, of the library, um, as an example. So is level two going to be much in the same way that level three has had some changes? Well, le- is level two going to look more is going to look different for us than last time? Um, I would honestly like to hope that it won't change very much to what we've been experiencing in the past. However, um, I think when we start thinking about the um, the mask wearing, that, that's very different to what we've been used to. So I think if we're all patient and in this sort of we work to the rules and we're, we're working with the government on this response rather than against the government. I think we, we could be lucky enough to, to move away, but from that face masking, it could be still in public transport or in public spaces. Um, it could be um, 
I guess there's lots of could be's there, um, yeah. Fraser. I'm hopeful that we're not going to, but um, yeah, I, I think it's sort of been indicated that the public know very clearly what the alert level requirements are. So, sort of making sure that we um, are able to do. Okay, hey, um. Fraser, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to um, go. Um, okay, fair I'd enough. Love to, I'd, I'd love to be able to um, keep chatting with you, but um, yeah, it's um, one of those things in the emergency operations centre. Some things come up, and we need to uh, work together with it as a bit of a team to to get the best solution for our community. Well, just in, um, just in wrapping up, then, Jason, um, you as we mentioned last time, if people have welfare needs, which is a, a big thing that will still be existing in level three, we're encouraging people to get in contact with MSD, aren't we? In the first instance, it, yes, absolutely. So um, MSD is the place to go. Um, their website or the um, or the 0800 number. Um, and I think you um, had that uh, available at hand last time, uh, Fraser, the, those numbers to be able to give to the community. Um, they're the best places to go. We've got some really great um, organisations in the community providing welfare support um, and ensuring that um, people have the, the things that they need, such as food parcels and, and that sort of thing as well. Well, there we go. We'll let you go, Jason, uh, at the Emergency Centre. That's Jason McDowell from Palmerston North City Council. Thank you for joining us this morning. No worries. Hey, thanks, Fraser, and enjoy the rest of your day. We will do. Thank you. There we go. Uh, Jason McDowell from the Palmerston North City Council Emergency Operations Centre there, uh, letting us know that uh, in Alert Level 3, uh, a few changes are uh, coming. Of course, uh, the construction crews are getting back out there and uh, the maintenance crews as well. Also, the building inspectors will start uh, getting out there supporting the advancements of some construction projects. And the recycling centres in Palmerston North City will be open, uh, but be patient and note that the uh, Ashurst uh, recycling station will not be open under alert level three. Uh, but here's hoping that we're only in level three for a week or so and then others can open as well. You've been listening to the catch up on Manawatu People's Radio. Tereo Irirangi, o Natangata, o Manawatu. We'll be back tomorrow with Rachel Kidwell from Horizon. Uh, from Horizons Regional Council. Join us for that half past eight as per usual after Hugh and the Morning Show. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye for now. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.